Lion's Law with Lafayette, and you're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration. I'm Jack, and we've got an interview today with the English Dogs. Actually, it's just Wakey from the English Dogs, and we're going to be playing that in just a moment. I'll tell you about my website, punkrockdemo.com. You can find out all the broadcast schedules on there, and we're here every Monday from 7 p.m. until 9 p.m. Pacific Time, and every Tuesday from 7 a.m. until 9 a.m. Pacific Time. And I'm always here. And I haven't slept in a couple days because of allergies. And I tried drinking whiskey and taking some allergy medicine. I took allergy medicine twice today and I still haven't been able to go to sleep because of the high winds and the dryness. It's very annoying. So hopefully after this show I can take a nap and that'll be it. So with that, we're going to take a listen to the English Dogs interview. We did this interview at the SCLA out in South Central California. They played after the police tried to shut down the show. It was quite amusing. The police came over and tried to shut down the show, and they successfully made all bands stop playing and everything calmed down. And then after an hour or so, English Dogs was like, oh, let's go on. And they played at 1 o'clock in the morning. So that was pretty cool, and I guess anything could happen in South Central Los Angeles. So... Here's the interview with the English Dogs, and then we'll play some punk rock right after that. Hello, what's up? You're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration. I'm Jack. We're out here in Los Angeles with the band English Dogs. And we've got one member of the English Dogs. What's your name, and what do you do in the band? Uh, my name's Wakey, and I'm the singer. Well, so how long are you going to be out here in the U.S. for? Three weeks. When did you get here? Uh, um, Wednesday. Played I haven't slept much. Oh, uh-oh. So, you know, steady with these awkward questions. <laughs> yeah. So everyone asks me, what kind of bands are you into? Oh man, um, I like all sorts of music. You know, I, I, the punk changed my life. That's that that's, that goes without saying. But you know, there's a music for every mood. You know, I don't want to listen to the Pistols when I'm fucking my wife. You know, I'd rather listen to some Andy Williams. But I would like to listen to some Pistols when I'm drinking beer and jumping and throwing myself around the room. So, but. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, if we're talking American bands, you've got the Kennedys. What did they do? How much bottle did they have to go out and call themselves the Dead Kennedys when the Kennedys in this country was a fucking national institution? That took some doing. And then they brought out that fantastic first album. So I love the Kennedys. Um, if you're just talking punk, the Kennedys, the Pistols, you know, GBH uh, always deliver. You know, there's too many really, you know. Mascara we're with at the moment, they're a, they're a good bunch of blokes. And they play some fucking snarly music too, you know. I didn't think I was going to like it, but I did. You know, they're fucking, they're, they're good. I like the Briefs, they're a good a band. But then again, I like the Beatles, you know. So I like all sorts, really, you know. I'm not keen on reggae, 
Um, and I definitely don't like it. You know, what's this fucking rave going on here? I don't even know whether it's rave or hip, uh, house or whatever they want to call it. But rap. <laughs> it, that's called rap. Yeah, retards attempting poetry. There you go. <laughs> Do you know what it is? It's lazy. Let's find the tune, repeat it for 10 minutes, and then put in the fucking whistle. It's rubbish. So I don't, I'm not over keen with that. Yeah, I always say you can't spell crap without rap. Well, yes, there you go. There you go. But, anyway, uh, so how did you come up with the name English Dogs? I, I was the one who came up with it, and I was a big Slaughter and the Dogs fan. And I, so that, I like the idea of dogs. It sounded earthy, it sounded from the street. It, you know, dogs represent, you know, uh, an honest but wily kind of thing. And, 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 and it, it just, I thought, I don't know, dogs from England, English dogs. It sounded all right. With hindsight, it was a fucking mistake because, you know, I've had to fight off right-wing skinheads far more, uh, in the 80s, it was never, it's not so bad now, um, you know, but back in the 80s, we'd have right-wing skinheads coming to gigs just wanting to cause trouble based on the fact it's got England in it, you know. It's, it was a mistake to have ever used that name. I, I don't think it's a bad name and it certainly isn't. Uh, aimed at being any kind of fucking political statement, it just meant dogs from England. Same as you get UK subs or you know UK decay dogs from English dogs. But um, I find myself now in this modern age of PC and everything else. If I'm talking to somebody who uh, say a student or something, they say, "Oh, what band are you in?" I, I, I it makes me wince to say English dogs because almost always they look at me as if to say, "You know, are you some fucking you know?" bad person what are you into and I always have to follow it up with we are not in any way right wing our lyrics and our statements have gone out for a whole last of the 33 years making it very clear you know that will not be tolerated one man puts the right arm up at one of our gigs we stop if it continues we get stuck in fuck them so when you came up with the name was this known or did it just become a problem later on no, it became a problem. I mean, it wasn't a huge problem. It's not, it's not held us back, I don't think. But, it, you know, in this world where you need all the breaks you can get, we kind of shot ourselves in the foot there. And I wished we hadn't done it. But it, it's too late to change it now. It is what it is. And, you know, I, I, I have no apology to make on it. it, it's, it if somebody wants to take that as right-wing, then they can, but they're wrong. And I'll stand toe-to-toe with anybody and tell them they're wrong. No one will make me a racist. I fought racism all my life. Always good. And there's always these bands that come up with names and regret it later. Like I'm sure the band X gets a lot of rap for it because if we try to search for X on Google, that's not going to work. Really? <laughs> I wouldn't know that. I wouldn't know that. But uh, a name's very important to a band, you know. And it's, it's uh, to be honest, I mean, there's a lot of people. I mean, we're talking of a very minority here. We're not talking like it's happened every gig. Or we, back, you know, it, it, it's very rare nowadays I get anything anything happens at one of our shows I think everybody who knows us knows that we're not that way but you know it is the only regret everyone's more educated now too so you're right you're right you know I mean we've we've, we've trod the boards for long enough you know what I mean we, we don't have to you know we don't have to do too much there but yeah that's that's where the name came from so when did you start we started in 19 um, 1981 um, and uh, yeah it was we we were very lucky. Things things seemed to fall that way very quickly. You know, we, we had big bands like the Subs and GBH 
they picked us up very quickly and got us lots of support to them and we worked hard and we you know and we seem to have a um a good cohesion cohesion understanding of how to write a song um and it all worked it all worked very well you know we you know we we, we, we moved along very nicely yeah it was good fun at the time you said you started in 81 and UK 82 was like this big musical genre was it popular at that time yet or was it or did it become popular did what become UK popular? 82 but you see what is UK 82 what, what what's the difference between UK 82 and UK 81 and UK 83 you know you can slap a label on it if you like and think that are you, uh, I've never really understood what UK 82 represents are we talking that only in that year and the, the songs in that year are important. Or what about a song that may have come out in December 1981? You know, I don't really understand that. That and like the spirit of 69. Ever heard of that term before? I have, yeah. So oh, I get you. Oh, I get you. It's not, it's not exactly that. Uh, 82, uh, yeah, I mean, it just took off in the UK. I mean, uh, every town had a band and a lot of them were very good, you know? and. And there was a lot of anger as well in, in, in Britain at the time, you know, there was a, and there was a, I mean, we talk about the uh, 76, 77, 78. yeah, that was, that was fucking amazing. I, I left school in 77, so to go through them early things and go to my first gigs and things, it, it was, it, it was mind blowing. But I think it really did kick off, 1980, when, when Watty from the Exploited turned up with, with a Mohican, the first person to do it, that man, single-handedly, I believe, he was, he, that was a catalyst. Yes, I know Discharge were around and GBH, but, but what's he in that haircut? I, I think that man doesn't get enough credit because within, within months of that release coming out, I can't even remember what it was now. What was our first one? Exploited, Exploited by Army Army. And within, within months of that coming out, there were thousands of Mohicans everywhere. And people was getting the leather jackets and there was a movement. And even though people like Johnny Rotten saw it and, you know, he, he mocked it, we didn't fucking mock it. It was important to us. So we fucking loved the leathers. We loved the Mohicans. We loved the big docks and we loved going to gigs. And yeah, man, it was fucking, you know, great times, great times. Yeah. So how did you get into this kind of music? That was easy, really. I was, um, I was born in 1961. And... I was brought up on the Beatles. I love the Beatles, man. They can fucking play a tune. And, you know, it it, it, it really, that was me. But when I got to about sort of nine, ten years old, um, I, I really got into music and I started buying the magazines every week and searching for anything that was a little different. I was never happy with mainstream stuff. But in the first six years of the 70s, I was I was in the early status quo because they were rocking at the time, believe it, believe it or not. Alice Cooper... Dr. Feelgood and the Sensational Alex Harvey Band and almost all the other music although I appreciated it it was lame there was no danger there you know and then suddenly I left school and this thing punk rock turned up and I fuck me man what, what's this and I saw I mean in this little market town I, I lived in you'd walk I, I, I thought I'd punk myself up a little bit right so I fucking I got a little tie and pulled it to one side I ripped my jeans and put a safety pin in it. I chucked a load of soap in my hair and I gave myself this f fancy sort of walk, right? And all I did was walk down the street with those small alterations and people would cross the fucking road just because of that. 
it was it was fucking mind blowing. So I thought, wow, this is a powerful fucking thing going on here, and and it 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 rocked at the establishment, and it gave me a um, it gave me a it gave me something to fight for. Yeah, there's a lot of injustices in this world, and and you know too many bankers and politicians and police they get away with too much and what punk does it, it exposes you know either in song or in marches or just in the simple act of walking down the street dressing just exactly how you fucking want it so yeah it, it it changed my life changed my life i didn't expect to still be into it nearly 40 years later but fuck, you know it's it's just this you know my daughter's in a punk band my grandson's uh, christian name is Lydon. You know, it just goes through. It's, you know, it's great. Well, since we're talking about songs and everything, let's take a listen to a song by the English Dogs. So we can take a listen to Left Me For Dead. What is that song all about? Our bass player started fucking this girl. Sadly, this girl had an husband or a boyfriend who was in jail. And when he came out of jail, he got our bass player and duffed him up and scraped his head all down an Artex wall. Which is fair enough if you're going to fuck another man's wife. So Left Me For Dead is about our bass player getting fucking beaten up for shagging another man's wife. Rightly so. Did he even know that his girlfriend had a boyfriend or this girl had a boyfriend in jail? Yes, he did. You can't defend it. It deserves a kicking. You don't fuck another man's wife. So with that, let's take a listen to the song. It's called Left Me For Dead by the English Dogs. I'm right here with the English Dogs out here in Los Angeles.
me for dead You kicked me in the head and you left me for dead Back. That was World War II by the English Dogs. You're listening to the punk rock exactly demonstration. Oh yeah, well, we're coming oh, back with World War II. That. Yep. Yep. Sort of like. Sorry about that. It's cool. We all get confused, right? I do yep. get confused. <laughs> three hours sleep. No, four hours sleep in three fucking days, man. The fucking whappy pots you've got here, man, ain't right. Sent me to fucking. I only had a tiny bit. I was wanked for about ten hours. Paranoia was kicking in and all sorts. I needed a load of cocaine to sort me out, that did the trick. But now I can't sleep. But I do feel kind of amorous. No. <laughs> well, since that's the case, what, what are some future plans for the English dogs? We, um, we've, we've just um, uh, released a new album. What's that one called? We did, we do, we always fucking will. I got the title when we was in Australia last year. We went round the Melbourne Cricket Ground and they had a brochure and at the end of it it just said Melbourne Cricket Ground, we did, we do, we always will. And I thought, stick a fucking in there and you've got a nice little chanty chorus. And that's where we got it from. There's, um, there's 15 songs on there, it took us 14 months to write it and uh, we've never worked harder, you know. I, I get bored when you listen to albums sometimes and you know that some of them songs are fillers. They, 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 you know, they just want to get the, fin the finished article out. So they, they skimp on their talent and they just put... So, so we made a few promises that we wouldn't have any filler songs and all of them would be different and all of them would be the very best that we can do. So we, we, we went in the studio in, in six to eight weeks intervals um, and gave ourselves 14 months to get this album out. And in my humble opinion, it's the best thing we've done. I, I stand by that. A lot of people say that about a new album, but I really do. You know, it's a fucking, I'm, I'm so proud of it. Yeah. So how did you come up with all these songs? There's a song called Chemical General about scummy drug dealers. There's a song about Toot, about taking ketamine. Um, there's, a, there's a song um, that my wife sings with me 
uh, that starts with a screaming baby in a lullaby and she actually kills our baby. It's a fucked up song, but it's about postnatal depression. It's a serious fucking subject that no one really touches. So we thought we'd go for it. And with the screaming baby in it and everything else, it's a fucking heavy song. But postnatal depression, you know, there was a story in the British press 10 years ago about this poor Chinese guy. And she and, and he, he went he went to work and uh, and uh, his wife had just had their fifth baby and when he returned to work from from work and went in his house she'd kill five of the children. It's postnatal depression is an evil fucking thing. So we decided to take that one. Um, there's you know it's, there's a song called Drug Rat. You know we like our drugs. It's a, it's it's a, it's it's whatever you feel. Um, strongly about um, there's, 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 uh, personally my favourite song on the album is the first one it's Ripper on the Street and it's about the Yorkshire Ripper um, and there's been a lot of songs done about that guy but I tried to do that one as if I am he which was pretty tough because it was an horrible cunt and, and I had to sort of put my place in his thing it was awkward but it was worth doing in the end um, the other important song there is Death to the Dogs which is a, uh, a shot at the Metal Dogs and you know, just putting them in their place, really, you know, telling a few truths about what the other English dogs have done to us, and you know, and the rest of it. Yeah. When did the other English dogs start? Out of curiosity. I will be. I will, I'll be very brief here. I'm. I'm. I'm not going to go down the same road that they're going, which is slagging us off at every opportunity, trying to put us down and lying about us. They can do what the fuck they like. I don't care. But I will say this. Um, I left English dogs in 19. Uh, 84 because the rest of the band were clearly getting into metal which wasn't for me so I walked away and they turned into this crossover metal thing which was a success for them and I, 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 you know, I take my hats off to them for that but it, it dwindled away over the next few years then I reformed the band and we we had a chat and we had an agreement that if the punk dogs is going the metal one won't tread on his shoes and we and, and, and vice versa and it worked nicely up until two years ago or three years ago when they were offered four thousand pounds each to tour the us with the casualties and they just went fuck it we'll take the money and since then there's been nothing but you know animosity and confusion but you know fuck them you know they, they, they want to do whatever they want to do we don't care but we will outlive them you have my word on that. I, I, I'm a man of principle. And if they think that they, this is in for the long day, they, they, I, I won't stop until I'm dead. The fuck is. <laughs> so you've been going on like what, almost 40 years now? No, no, 30, 33 years, 34 years, yes. Yeah, like close to 40 then. <laughs> well, it was six shy. Close to issue. Yep. Who's counting? <laughs> Me. So how many albums have you come out with in that time? Uh, you see, not that many. Um, uh, this, this is another thing. My English dogs, I think four or five. But there's probably another three, four or five that the metal dogs have done as well. You know, so, yeah, I, I don't really know, you know. But there's, there's been a few, yeah. Well, let's take a listen to another song since we talked about this new one called Ripper on the Street. And we talked about what that song was all about. Let's take a listen to it right now. So let's take a listen to that song. It's by the English dogs. And you're listening to the punk rock demonstration with me, Jack.
was a little boy He had a funny thing about hammers He said, Mummy, when I grow up I wanna grow a beard And kill lots of birds with me hammer Ever since Peter was a little boy He had a funny thing about hammers He said, Mummy, when I grow up I wanna grow a beard And kill lots of birds with me hammer Welcome back. That was Ripper on the Street by the English Dogs. We're out here with the English Dogs out in Los Angeles, California. I'm Jack. What are some places you're going to play now that you're in California? Whoa, um, I, I'm, I'm, I don't actually know. Um, I think um, Berkeley is one, Arizona, um, Las Vegas. I think it's all up the West Coast. I think we're going up to um, Portland and... Uh, you see, I don't really know, do I? I'm, I'm clutching at straws. I tell you what, out there in Radio Land, have a look on the internet, it's all there. So who took care of booking all these shows for you? This was mass terror, you know? These guys have, have set this whole thing up for us, man. It's taken two years to get this, this far. And um, it's, yeah, they've, they've put a lot of work into this and hats off to them. How you know? did you meet mass terror? Um, I they just got in touch with us online, I think, you know. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, we'd never met them before, but I've got to say, I mean, we've been here three days and they couldn't have done more for us, you know. As, not just them, but almost everybody we've met has been fucking so friendly. And you know, it's only the second gig tonight, but I, always, I already get a sense this is going to be a giggle. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's fucking great to be here. Right? It's always fun in Los Angeles. Ever played in Los Angeles before? Yeah, we did. Uh, we was here in, um, about nine or ten years ago. We played, um, is it Knitting Factory? That's Hollywood. Yep, Knitting Factory's in Hollywood. Yeah, no longer yeah, exists, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, you know. But yeah, we, done, we, done, we played here a couple of times, I'm sure. Yeah. Anything changed uh, over the years? What, from last time we were here? People still the same, everyone dresses the same still, or? Well, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty standard look, but I would say that people seem to be, there's more people at the gigs so far, for sure. Um, I, and it's people just, seem angrier, friendlier. I would go with friendlier. I really would, you know, although last time we came, it wasn't exactly angry. You know what I mean? It was, they were, we had good gigs. They weren't brilliantly attended, I mean, but, but it, um, there just seems to be a, a more relaxed, atmosphere at these it's only like I say it's only the second gig I mean you know I could have somebody throw a knife at me tomorrow I don't know ha <laughs> ha I gotta say Jack you got nice teeth man they're looking good I try you, you brush hard fella yep. you don't want to sprain your wrist <laughs> yep. what other places are you going to is it just California or? yeah we're here for three weeks and um, and that's that we'll be looking to come back and do the east coast next year with Mass Terra um, and then um, we've got 
a few jaunts off into Russia and Italy, um, Colombia, you know, uh, Chile, a little, just uh, small weekends away, which is what we like. You know, these long tours are fantastic, but, you know, I'm 53. We, we, you know, there's a limit to the amount of things that we're prepared to do. But, no, it's, it, it, I, I, there's been 27 members of English Dogs in one format or another. And I've been, <laughs> I've, I've, I've had so much bad luck in picking the wrong people. But this lineup, for the first time ever, is the first time I've ever been truly happy. There's no wankers in this band. There's no prima donnas. Everybody looks out for everybody else. Everybody is, is you know, thoughtful of other people's hang-ups and shit like that. And it's it's the first time it's ever been like this. So yeah, this is why you know we. I think we're happy. It kind of bounces off in the music, uh, gigs and shit like this, you know. And uh, long may it last. It's taking us a long while to get here. So how did you find these members then? Well, Nick, 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 the guitarist, is from my hometown, so he was easy. We, we basically, we just kept trial and error, you know. We, 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 we'd, we'd, we'd get people in, and you know, within six months they were just fucking. So we'd just keep trying and hoping that we get the right ones, and now we finally got it. It was just trial and error, you know. Did you actively look for them or did they look for you, posted oh, we, something? We had to actively look for them. As we were sacking people, we needed to replace them. Do you know what I mean? But we, we didn't just sack people willy-nilly. Everybody has always been given enough chances. But some people seem hell-bent on just fucking things up or having a pop at me. And, you know, I don't want that. You know, I'm a Buddhist. I want to live a nice, friendly, happy life. I don't want people fucking sagging me off all the time because of some hang-up they've got, you know. It's always the worst when you've got that one band member and it's yeah. like you can't get rid of them. It is a it is a a very uh, delicate balance in a band, the, and it only does need one, and it you know it inevitably is drummers, but it, it can be anybody, and if one person wants to fuck it up, my advice is get the fuck them out straight away as quick as you can, because it ain't going to get any better. The amount of times I've given people and I've thought, no, 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 that, you know, it won't, you know, it'll be better. It'll be, and every time it, I should have just got rid, because the harmony in a band is key. You know, you're a band of brothers. You, you, you look out for one another. You help one another. And if it ain't that, then what the fuck have you got? Nothing. You know. So with that, let's take a listen to one last song. Where can people find more information about the English Dogs? Um, well, you can put it on your website. I'll give you a CD, and um, all the websites are on there. And uh, you know, anything, any information you need will be there. Yeah. What's the website? I don't know. I, I just told you. I'll give, I'll give you the CD, and you can tap it in. Could you? Uh, that'll work. I, 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 at a guess, www dot. But there, I'm lost. <laughs> but I've given you a head start, right? It's Sounds not good like to I me. Didn't, it's not like I didn't care. I was trying to become helpful. So, very good. So, you've been listening to the English Dogs here in the Punk Rock Demonstration. I'm Jack. You can find more information about the radio show at punkrockdemo.com. I'm going to take a listen to one last song by the English Dogs. It's called Drug Rat. And thanks for listening.
Demonstration. Brothers and sisters, dig it, baby, dig it. Hopefully you enjoy the interview with the English Dogs. We've got plenty more interviews coming up in the upcoming weeks. We still have Political Decline and 
Potato Pirates, a couple other ones I can't remember. Go to the website, punkrockdemo.com, check out the broadcast schedule, and you can find out all of the broadcasts of all the interviews. So you just heard Secondhand Justice, that song's called Doom Since Day One, and now we'll take a listen to The Crumb Bums, this song's called Forsaken.
just heard the Verrukers with Killing Myself to Live. I watched an ancient video of the Verrukers way back then. Quite interesting stuff. And then I tried watching the Misfits and it was such horrible quality I couldn't watch it even though I like the Misfits. Yes, I like the Misfits. So yeah, with that we're going to take a listen to some more punk rock. But before that I'll tell you what I just played. So that was the Verrukers I just told you. And then Frontside 5 was before the Verrukers. That song was called Cowfucker. And then Replica with Trust was before that. Daisy Chain with TV Sick was before Replica. And then the Uprising with No More War. And I just noticed my speakers in my car don't work on the left-hand side in the back seat. I started noticing this buzzing sound coming from like the right back speaker. And then I decided to confirm that by switching the speakers to each individual one and it turns out the left one has absolutely no sound and the right one is blown. I wonder how long that's been like that for. Probably since the day I got the car because it's been, well I rarely listen to the radio but when I do it's always off and I never understood why and now I know exactly why. So I guess I'm going to have to listen to music over the headphones to get more authentic sounds. Speaking of music, we're going to take a listen to Pistol Grip now. This song is called Lead the Way.
That was the Skinwalkers with Have We Won, and then 747 out of Poland. That song's called uh, something. Wiskisto Jedno? I don't know. They said it in the song, so my pronunciation is terrible. My Polish is kind of rusty. So, yeah. Before then, we had the Rabble from New Zealand. That song's called Start Again, and then the Swingin' Utters with Kick It Over was before the Rabble. And now we take a listen to Operation Ivy. This one's called The Crowd. Today, we're beating in my heart. Got the sounds of 
There was some funeral dress. That's how it's called Rebel Radio. You're listening to the punk rock demonstration, internet radio. We broadcast 24 hours a day, and then all new shows are on Mondays at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Bricktop Blaggers was before funeral dress. That's how it's called Plastic Patty. And then we had the Lost Kung Fu Monkeys. That's how it's called Stretch Your Hand. And then Face to Face before them. That's how it's called Right as Rain. And then the Harrington Saints with Sounds of the Street. And Civil Disobedience sent me a whole bunch of songs, actually all of their songs, including the unreleased ones. Unfortunately, they're no longer around. They're from Michigan, by the way. And I listened to a lot of new music that I've never heard of before that is not really new. And speaking of new, we're going to take a listen to new music shortly. New music are songs that people have been sending in throughout the week. We've got quite a few of them. Well, quite a bit of them. That's what happens when you take allergy medicines, you don't know your grammar. And that's that. So Civil Disobedience, like I said, sent a whole bunch of songs. And unfortunately, I can't play all of them on the program today. But we'll be playing them throughout the weeks to come. We're going to start off this week with Puppets of Democracy. And that's the song by Civil Disobedience. Just the 
Again, another day, another dollar Maybe 50 cents, I'm always working, working, working Someone else's expense Here comes the sun, waiting for me On the corner of Grafton and Hamilton Street It's as cold as it can be With the bright lights staring back at me Too fucking long Makes me feel so dead and gone Death will never escape from you Just once you're in the grave You can't take it with you Here comes the sun Waiting for me On the corner of Grafton and Hamilton Street It's as cold as it can be With the bright lights staring back at me They get the fucking tragedy Wait! 
was Hood Rat with Here Comes the Sun, and then the Unpatriotics before that with Where Are My Rights, Crash Course with Pretty Girl was before the Unpatriotics, Rock House with The Statement was before Crash Course, and then Executioner, that's always called Fix Me, and I Need a Fix of Punk Rock, so we're going to play some more Punk Rock here in the Punk Rock demonstration, my website punkrockdemo.com, the song is called Right Beside You by The Generators.
Slow Children with Lions, and then the Angst before that with Claim Their Size, the Gonads with Drink Till I'm Skint was before the Angst, and then Rudimentary Peni, that's how it's called, Slimy Member, and then the Pins before that with Urban War. And we're into the new music set, so we're gonna start off now with the new music, and if you're a band, you can send in songs by going to punkrockdemo.com clicking on send music and i guess i'll leave you with that because i've got a lot of new songs and i haven't reviewed them yet so i don't know what they are so we're gonna hear them first before i even hear them i'm sure you're looking forward to that i am too and we're gonna start all off with the song called brothers by marijuana and i'll talk to all next week 
with another interview. And you can find all of the broadcast schedules by going to punkrockdemo.com.